Well, we want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast. I'm here with Rhonda, and we're ready to dive into another really, really interesting conversation. So I recently had a birthday, and um, I turned 49, Rhonda. What? What do, you, what, do you, what do you think about that age? Am I still young? You're or? St- Laura, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> you are young. You are young. 49. I, that's pretty old. That's pretty old. But, but, but again, whatever. It's relative. I, when I say it's old, like I, d- I don't hear that in my ears as a bad thing. I know you do. You're like, you're like anti old person. Yes. <laughs> I love. She will. Rhonda will never be old. No. Never. So just no. so you know. So and you're never old. So just <laughs> anyone listening, be encouraged. You're never old to me. <laughs> never. Honestly, I don't get it because my kids still think I'm so young. Like they, they actually, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know if they have weird, like a weird lens that they see me and both me and Jay, like they think we're the youngest 50 year olds they've ever met. And they just, they've always thought we were so young. So, I mean, that's got to say something about how we are and how we live. Yes, I totally love that we sort of live young, but yeah. it's a weird thing to me because I'm like, guys, no, we're really old. And Jay's so funny because he loves being old. He's like, <laughs> oh, I'm an old man. He loves it. Uh, so anyway, whatever. When I say I'm old, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm like, it's a part of maturing. And, you know, and I think when you cross over the 50 mark, I think then you're like, got a lot of wisdom you know what I mean yeah. like you are mature and you are respected and mm, I love it <laughs> anyways turning 49 I so I I started to do like as my as my 49th birthday was approaching I started to just think about like dreams I started to think about okay so I have one year till I turn 50 which is like a significant age right it's like a crossover like the half mark of your life like all of these things that I thought okay like what you know, what, what am I dreaming about for the next chapter, the next season? If, even if I just blocked it out into decades or, you know, like obviously it can get really big if you take the next 50 years, but like what, you know, what would be some things? And I just started to think about, you know, uh, just reflect backwards on all of the things that have kind of come to pass, all the dreams I had as like a younger person and, you know, what what has happened in my life and all the dreams that have been fulfilled up until. And then I started to think about what I would be dreaming about in the next season. And it's weird. And I don't know if this is a normal thing for my age or not, because I've never been this age before. But dreaming feels very different at this age and in this season. Like my dreams before and up until this time have been very like tangible things, right? It's like, like I want to have four kids. Like I dream, like I just dreamt for years since I was probably like 13 years old. Like I want four kids. I want to be a mom. Like I want to get married. Like all of, and I mean like the, you know how it feels inside you when you just want something so bad and you kind of fantasize about it and you kind of visualize it. And like, I wanted, I always wanted a fridge that had like a a water and an ice (laughs) on the outside. Like that was like this, like this, like, Oh, like that would just be so amazing. You know, I always dreamt of having a pool in my backyard. Like, like if I could ever have a pool in my backyard, like, oh, that would just be. And then like my Jeep, like that was my dream car of my whole life. If I could ever have a Jeep, like when could I ever have a Jeep? And I probably never will have a Jeep because 
it's only a five seater and I have four kids. There's six of us. Like I'll never, you know. And so, and all of these kind of very tangible, practical dreams came to pass. Like they're, I have a fridge with water and an ice maker (laughs) and I love it. Like, it's so awesome. I just love getting my water from the fridge. I don't know why. (laughs) I just think it's so cool. And like my Jeep, like I love my Jeep. I'll probably drive one for the rest of my life. Like I love it so much. So these like little things, right? And then you go into like, um, things like your, your professional dreams and goals. And like, you know, being in a, you can remember being in a season where you thought, this will never happen. Like there's no way that this could ever actually happen. And then all of a sudden you're living it and you're like, how did this happen? Like, you know, to, to put on a conference, to have a conference go into another city in our, in our, like these, like, you're like, this will never, like I, I have no ability to make this happen. And all of a sudden these things happen. And so I'm coming into this season. It just feels so different. It's not like that anymore. I don't have such tangible dreams. And so many of the dreams I had like have come true. So I'm like in this like weird crux of, you know, am I not dreaming for big enough things? Should I be dreaming for these like other big things? But I also feel this great contentment in this season that I feel like I almost don't need that anymore. I don't know. So it's a really weird thing. So I don't know if you can relate or what you think about any of that. Maybe we should have a coaching session together or something. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Want me to ask you some questions, Lori? Okay. (laughs) No, but like, yeah. Yeah. What are you, how are you feeling about dreams in this season? I know you're not 49. You're very young. Yeah. So I still have a few dreams. You're a uh, a young, young, you know, spring chicken. But, but no, like what, like, do you, do you resonate with any of that? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I think we've like, we've raised our, we've almost raised our kids like in the, into adults. And yeah, all those things have happened. Like I remember we, we were in the apartment renting as little poppers. Like we were such poppers. And I remember thinking, will we ever own a house? And then we owned a house. And you're thinking, will I ever have a single house? Never in Ottawa. And we live in a single house. You know, all those things that were so important when your kids were growing up. Or these, like you said, very almost like achievable, tangible, ta- tangible things that you're like, I would love this to happen. Has happened. Now, are there some dreams that did not happen? Yes, for sure. And I think um, there's one particular, like I might, but when Jay and I got married, yeah, and we were living in that apartment with our, this is how poor we were, Laura. We had to put blankets up with duct tape, okay? We didn't even have money for curtains. We barely made ends meet at the end of every month, okay? We made so little money together. And I remember thinking, Jay, when we have a chance to get to move I want to move to the country now this is like 25 years ago we're going to be 25 married this summer it's right. 25 years ago I'll be like you're 25 years married this summer this summer <gasps> Rhonda I know. I know that's so huge I know it's so huge July July yeah 25 <gasps> I remember saying to him I, I want to move to the country like I don't want to live in the city ever so if we could so it was just like we never we were always just behind the real estate to be able to afford it and now we're in a place where like, okay, we want to move to the country. Now we're talking 25 years. And I'm telling you, every single time we went to look for a house, I was like, our next move, I was like, please, can we go to the country? Please, can we go to the country? Never has worked out. And uh, and I also didn't want to live in something that would be like a money pit. Okay, so I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can find... So I'm just saying, you can yeah. find a place in the country. Yeah. But I'm it's talking about... just a place. No, but yeah. yeah, yeah. 
But anyway, so even, you know, I would be honest, like even this year, Jay and I were once again, the past three years, we've been in this, like, do we put money in the house? Do we not? We want to move to the country, but it just doesn't seem to be working out. And then one day I got so frustrated, like in the spring. And listen, I am so blessed. So I'm just talking very honestly. This has just been such a dream of my heart to have like three dogs, live in the country, trees, maybe one day breed a little bit of dogs. Like I love nature. I love quiet and bird. I love birds, watching birds. I, okay, I, I'm not old. I have a young <laughs> spirit, okay? So anyway, I was just like, but I- Young people can watch birds. <laughs> I'm looking at your face, looking at me like, what the? So anyway, all that to say, I have been like wanting this for so long and I was so frustrated one morning and I just felt very discouraged. I was sitting in my own little pity party where I am like, got so much to be thankful for, but I was having this moment and God gets us. We're human. And sometimes you hit those things where I dream now, this is a very minimal dream. Okay. I know for some of you listening, you've dreamt of finding somebody. Don't diminish okay? your dream though. But I know, but I feel dream. like even as I'm saying it, no, okay. but you don't have to diminish it. Okay. You don't have to diminish it. This is, this is your, your dream. Okay. This is you. This is you. Okay. And it doesn't diminish anybody else's okay. dream. Okay. All right. I always feel like, oh, no, okay. no. You know, see, that's why I'm on an emotionally healthy journey. So I am yeah. able to share intimate you my own dreams. To, yeah. Okay. So all that to say, I, I was sitting there, I was just feeling really sad. I was like, God, just I can't take the concrete jungle anymore I can't even take it I need to move out where I just look at my backyard and I spend time with you quiet like I love the sound of silence I love this and I just felt God so patiently and lovingly say to me Rhonda have I not been with you for so long like, do you not know me do you not know that if it hasn't happened, I don't know why I said that so quiet. Why? I ha- like I've been with you for so it's long. Because do God's you- voice was said it to you <laughs> it quietly. So quiet. Have I not been with you for so long? Do you not know me and know my heart for you? And it was just like this awareness of God. There's a reason why it hasn't happened. And whether it's salvation of neighbors, whether it just would not have been the right financial situation. I don't know. I don't know what I would have gotten myself into or it's a place that God's like, no, or a wait. I, I don't know. And even now I'm at this place of like, it could be a no. There could be things in our neighborhood. And I look at what God's doing in our neighborhood, our neighbors, the relationships that God's like, I'm not moving on from here yet. And so you're not. And I want to have that heart like, God, where you go, I go. And even in my house, God's like, I, I'm not ready to go yet. Are you okay? Because you know you can force totally the hand. I can like you can hand. just move. You can just you can just go ahead and go and do that, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. but it's really beautiful that you've learned that lesson. Oh, like you have, like you've walked that and you've learned that lesson. And so to yeah. literally be in a place where you're like, okay, God. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Right. Cause I've, I've seen you, if you want something, you, you I'll go, pursue it. You'll go get it. Oh yeah. Like it's oh, yeah. not. No. So this is a really interesting space within the dream space with you and the Lord of both like submission surrender trust like yeah it really is and 25 years 20 it literally has been 25 years even jay and i were talking about that a couple weeks ago and he's like do you realize it's been 25 years we've been talking about moving to the country and it just has not worked or we've gone to see places and have just felt not a piece like we're like no or wrong timing or we only had one car and we're like how are we gonna make this work all of it so literally i just felt the lord said do you not trust that no good thing do I withhold. That's my life scripture. And I was like, ah, no, I don't always trust that. And I want that, but I'm willing to say, okay, God, 
do I, I will lay this down, but is it hard? Yeah. Do I still sometimes drive in the country and I'm like, why? or I hear people moving to the country. I'm like, seriously, seriously, I'm still in the city. I just feel like God's like, do you not, have I not been with you for so long? Do you not know my heart that I have to be like, I trust you. You know, what's best. You are withholding something from me because it's not the best for me right now. And I trust it, but do I like it? No. But do I have to trust it and not go on feelings? Yes. But do we like it? No. And I think that's what happens with dreams. We have to trust that for whatever reason, if something hasn't happened, God shut a door or it's been closed or it hasn't been fulfilled, that there's no good thing does God withhold. So why does that seem like that's such a good thing being withhold, withheld from me? Like you said, I could go and do my own thing, but I have... <laughs> What I am reaping in that, I have no idea. I'm then taking things that matters in my own hand. We've got to trust the hand of God and the mysteries of God in that journey. We have no idea how things would have turned out if we would have done ABC. We don't know. And because we don't know, we get frustrated, but God knows and sees what we would do. So we've got to trust the heart of God. So I think dreams come right down to first off the gratitude. It's all God's. And secondly, when things don't happen, it's a trust journey to say, I'm yours and I'm all God's. So either way, we're all God's and everything's God's, but the journeys are unique in how you walk them out. Yeah. And some are very material dreams and that's okay. Like even me, you hear me, I'm feeling bad. It's true, but it's okay to say there's some things you've had a material, like a dream and some are very emotional family, whatever it may be. They're all dreams. But when you put them all before God, it is a trust walk. It really is a trust journey and a gratitude journey because you could have something in this season and all of a sudden something happens. You don't have it the next season. So how do we hold things too? And those are also tests when things that you loved, you have to let go of or don't work out. Or maybe you had a job you loved and you were let go. Oh my goodness. You got to walk that out. Trust. I think dreams come down to trust. Yeah. I I think, but they look different in this season that they are, there's a contentment and there's also a bit more of, I, you know, if I were to be honest, I don't really know what my dreams are for the next season because I feel like I have so much fulfilled in my life outside of a country, (laughs) the country. (laughs) I don't actually know. And maybe that's part of the fifties turnover. And it's not just dreams for my kids. It's like, God, what do you have in this next season versus I think those many first years were like, God, this is what I would like to do. Not saying a lot of those things are still mixed in there. Okay. I haven't crossed over to be out of myself, but out of my flesh, but I'm just saying a lot of those things are like really establishing things that are really good. They're, they're good. But now it's like, Hey God, what do you have for like legacy stuff or mentoring, helping, shaping different dreams as far as what am I stepping into now that this season I see coming to an end what does a new season hold and where are you taking me in all ways? I don't Absolutely. know. Does that feel like that? I'm yes. in this, in this yes. zone. I don't even know how to identify dreams yet yes. for the future. Yes, I do. I think that's it. I actually think that's the shift of this season is that, you know, I, it's not that I don't have things that I want per se that I would want to do, but it's like those things just don't feel as important anymore as yeah. like, God, what do you have for me? What 
is your plan for mm. my life? What, where do you want me to focus my effort and my energy? How do you want to grow me in the next season? What new experiences? Where do you want to stretch me? Like those, and, and, and that is the trust walk. Like that's the trust walk. That's not me going ahead and saying, this is how I want to grow. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to experience. This is what I want to do. Like, God, would you, you know, would you help me to do these things? Would you help me to fulfill these things? It's actually the reverse that's happening in this season, which as I say that out loud and, and process it, and thank you for saying it in that way, because I think that is exactly what's happening. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I think that's actually a good, that's a good thing, mm-hmm. but it's weird. And it's a, and it's weird, I think, to be in our culture and in our society, because it's easy to say, what, what are your dreams? What, what do you want for the next decade? It's easy to be like, I want this, 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 this. That's kind of, we get that we get and we can relate to each other in that. This is much more like out there. I, I don't have a list on paper of like 10 things that I want to see happen in the next decade. Like it really is much more God. I, I really just want God to move in a way that I've never seen yet in my lifetime. I, I really just want to be faithful to steward what he's placed in my hands. I, I really just want to know, mm. you know, wh- where help me to say yes to what you're bringing in front of me and help me to align to what it is that you're doing. Like these are the prayers of my heart and the desires, like the deep, deep desires of my heart, Mm -hmm. but they're not as concrete. I can't actually just say, Oh, we're going to do another campus plant. Oh, we're going to, you know, I'm going to multiply heart conference in 10 more cities. Like I don't actually need that (laughs) at all. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of like, wow, that sounds like a lot of work. I don't know. (laughs) I want that. But if God wants that, then I want to pursue that with all of my heart. Like I want to dive like straight into that if that's what God is placing before us. Right. Mm. So it's a weird shift. And I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't know if it's coming to like middle age. I don't know if it's just a shift in like a complete shift in what God is doing in this season. That's kind of across the board. It's not an age thing at all. I don't know, but it is weird and it feels different. Yeah. It feels really different. Yeah, it sure does. And the beautiful thing is, I think if we were even to look at how we're shifting is that we don't want to stay stagnant. Yeah. There is a desire to grow. Exactly. But it's not necessarily grow in outside things that you see. Right. Like things. Exactly. Whereas I think when we, when I first got married, it was like, the growth to me was like, I want to get established in my career. I want to start a family. I want to have a home. Those to me were very tangible. I'm growing and establishing. Now the growth is like, oh no, like I want to keep growing. I don't want to stay stagnant. I could, I could just hit pot and just kind of stay in this place. Very content, very comfortable. Like, you know, but it's no, we want to grow and we, but it's things you may not be able to see Yeah, because it's internal refining. It's a definitely refining and a refocusing on what now you've got so much experience, so much behind you, so much you feel even confident because God's been with you and you've tried so many different things that now you're like, I love how you said, how do I fine tune this? Or God, what are you asking me to focus in on? And what are you unleashing new that I just don't want to assume what I've done and I can do that. So I'll just stay with that. What is there something new you want to unpack or help me step into that I can take those steps of faith for a bigger picture? And I think it's a bit more forward thinking for in the sense of those early years were more forward thinking to a certain limit. Like I'm forward to my family almost like to this point. Now it's like, I'm thinking generationally, like how am I, 
moving forward for the generations to come. I never mm. thought of that in my twenties, mm. but now I feel like it's shifting. It's like you that. want the things that you're going to step into to impact. That's right. What's who's coming up behind you as opposed to your wins, your achievements, yeah, yeah, your yeah. wow. Yeah. Cause I think when you're parenting, you're thinking, okay, my kids, but now I'm thinking, Oh, I'm thinking past those generations. Like what am I doing that is going to set up the generations wow. to come in that I have influence on directly in my life. So I think it's just a really neat shift, but I don't have to identify that. So I think that's what we're saying. We're in that zone. That's not for me. It's not clear yet, but I, we feel that crossover happening. Yeah. Yeah, because, definitely. Yeah. I do think though, you know, it's like, and, and I can kind of hear maybe, maybe some people are th- thinking or processing as we're talking about this. Oh yeah. Like it's easy for you to say because you've gotten all the things that you want. Right. And I, and like, yes, I can't say, I can't say no to that in the sense of like some of those things that I described, like uh, my dream Jeep or my fridge or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, like I do have those things. So that's easy for me to say that, but I feel like there's something deeper in all of this, in this season, that like, actually, it's not even about those things at all. And again, I get that that's easy for me to say, because like, I'm going to drive home in my Jeep today. You know what I like? I get that. I like, I, I'm literally, I, I have that. So if you don't have it, like your country property, or right, if you, if there are very specific dreams that you had hoped your whole life, or you'd visualized, or you'd desired, and they're not a part of your life right now, those may still be dreams that you hold, that you hold before the Lord, and that you continue to walk out. And that's not a bad thing at all. But I wonder if there comes a season or a time where it's not as much about the achievement of those things, like because you realize that it wasn't actually in those things at all, Mm -hmm. that there actually is a drawing and a calling to something more significant than just owning a home. Like, and again, I know it's easy for me to say I own a home, but if you don't, if you're sitting in that space, I just wonder if there is this supernatural like call and spiritual draw that's drawing all of us beyond even the fruition of the limited dreams that we've had into something way beyond what we could ever make happen by our own hands. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what I'm trying to kind of touch there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, again, I don't want to diminish if anybody is kind of just navigating the disappointment of dreams not seen. Um, hold on to those, lay them before God, surrender those, but also open your eyes and your spirit and your heart to the invitation to be a part of like just what God has for you that goes so far beyond even just the limits of your dreams and see what is on the other side of that. Just go on the journey, just open your spirit to that because I feel like that's part of the invitation of this season. And again, I don't know if it's just because we're at this age or if the invitation is really there for everyone. Mm, So beautiful. That's really beautiful, Laura. Honestly, that invitation, it's so true. We have an invitation. Yes, there are material things that you can look at and say, I've achieved all these things. But honestly, we we can talk about our own lives there's lots of things that we've had to navigate lots of things we've had to let go of lots of dreams that didn't come or what we thought should happen didn't happen 
But actually what God did was greater. When I look back, I think, oh, that dream would have been probably not great. Like it probably would not have been great or would have caused a lot of hardship or a lot of like what I thought was what I wanted was actually not good for me. It was, but God did it for somebody else because they could handle it. Or in that situation for myself, I've seen some of the redemptive qualities of it. And some things are just a mystery. Some things you can't look and say, well, God did this because no, some things are just a mystery that we don't understand. We don't understand why things haven't happened. When we read in scripture that God wants it for us and we think, why didn't I find a spouse? Why didn't I have kids? God told me to be fruitful, multiply. And I want to, I want to get married and have children. There's mysteries in the journey too. Uh, But I think we all face disappointment. We all face different things in different degrees and in different places. However, the one thing remains true is that we all are on a trust journey with God. We're all on it to trust God in different ways and in different times and seasons. Always. That's an underlining part of our faith. And secondly, I think we just like Lori, just as you shared, we just want to encourage you that right now, may God give you the eyes to behold right now, the behold, the dreams that he has. May you take some time today to even sit and hear God's delight over you and that he has dreams for you, his secrets for you. And sometimes it's in the littlest things that we see God's joy and dreams fulfilled in our lives that maybe we're focused on something so big that we take a step back, we actually can see like, oh wait, wait a minute, God. Like there's a, there's something happening here that I just, I'm missing. So may God give you the eyes to see that he's with you He loves you, hasn't forgotten about you, hasn't abandoned you or forsaken you. He's not deaf to your cries. He loves you and he's walking with you and he is doing something today that is extraordinary that you may not see for years to come, but he's always doing a miracle. So may you have the eyes to see today something deeper. Take in that invitation. Respond to the invitation because his dreams are being fulfilled for you, his dreams. And so just align to that and be at rest, be at peace. And may God give you grace in laying things down. There's a grace that's needed. May you have the grace to lay things down and be able to pick up the fresh eyes that God has for you to see fresh today. Ah, I love that Rhonda so much. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. We love you so much. We thank you for listening and we hope you have a great day.